535, heading south to Laredo. About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Ski. Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans. What's up and welcome to the I-35 Pit Stop, Kansas City Chiefs, New Orleans Saints edition. 1v1 edition, GOAT versus future GOAT edition. So you've got... (laughs) (laughs) No, <laughs> I like that. Sorry, you got Nolens, Who Dat Nation. Drew Brees is back in this game. They're tied for the number one seed right now in the NFC, but they don't have the tiebreaker on the Packers. The Packers have the tiebreaker. You got the Chiefs, who are the number one team in the AFC, who are a game up on Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. who've had got a future goat of their own who's and currently playing. I think we've also been saying that Pittsburgh was a fake number one. Yeah, uh, you heard it here first. Okay, maybe not first, but you definitely heard it here at some point. Yeah, maybe first. Maybe first, first. but this is pretty much the elimination game for the number one seed when you look at New Orleans. When you don't have the tiebreaker on, on, uh, on Green Bay, and Green Bay only has the Panthers, the Titans, and the Bears left, you can maybe think Green Bay is going to lose one of those games, but to think Green Bay is going to lose two out of those three is kind of preposterous, right? Mm, maybe, yeah. So if New Orleans loses this game, it effectively eliminates them from that number one seed. So they're going to give you everything they can in this game. True. You look at the Chiefs, you lose, you still have got a way to get in there. Pittsburgh still has to play uh, Cleveland, so theoretically they could lose one more time, but you don't want to rely on that, right? right. You want to be able you never to rest. Want to rely on that. Exactly. So this game's going to be really interesting. Now, traditionally, New Orleans is matched up very well against Kansas City with their current lineup, right? Like the Chargers game, the Chiefs struggled at earlier in the year when it went into overtime. They have a guy named Austin Eckler. You know who's a better version of Austin Eckler? Who? Kamara. (laughs) Okay. Carolina. We barely beat them one by two points. They've got a Christian McCaffrey on the team. You know who some think is better than Christian McCaffrey? Who? Kamara. <laughs> so there's a trend here with these very versatile pass-catching running backs that are a bulk of a team's offense. that you struggle against them. Okay. Now, something else that both Carolina and New Orleans had was a really good receiving core. You know, so Carolina had the best receiving deal in the NFL. Okay. The Chargers have a guy named Keenan Allen who is fantastic. Oh, well, yeah, that's an understatement. Yep, and add him with, with Hunter Henry. Now... New Orleans, when healthy, they've got Michael Thomas, probably the best hands in the NFL as far as like if you throw the ball near him, he's going to catch it. Okay. Emmanuel Sanders, who's very good, knows the Chiefs, used to be on Denver last year and was on the San Francisco Super Bowl team, so he would want revenge on the Chiefs. And then you have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Drew Brees. So a little daunting, right? I'm giving you bad news, but do you want some good news? Well, I mean, it's going to be good news because the Chiefs are going to win. Well, obviously. But you know why the Chiefs are going to win? Why? Because <laughs> no, one of their biggest weapons won't be here. Michael Thomas just got placed on IR. Oh, no. What happened? Do you know? Uh, he's been lingering with this ankle injury for a while Linger. now. Linger. Linger. So I, I think they're trying to shut him down and get him right for the playoffs. Okay. But that, uh, that's strategy. good for the Chiefs because, you know, one of the things that they have struggled with is teams with that great pass catching running back as well as a, a very good receiving core. And when you do that, it really exposes your linebackers because your corners and DBs are stuck with those receivers and can't quite help that great matchup problem that you would have with those types of running backs. So it really helps the Chiefs in this game. So when you do that, you also take 
care of Drew Brees' biggest weapon down the field. So without Michael Thomas, he isn't going to be able to push the ball as much as he would want to. But speaking of Drew Brees, what do you think he's going to look like? You know, he's been out for a while. Is there going to be some rust to shake off? Like, what are your feels about that? The good thing about that is that you've got the sneak peek on it last year when he missed like when he missed a few games last year, came back and he actually looked better. Okay. His arms fresh. It's healthy. You know, he's a very good quarterback, but he's old. Right. So he can't make it through the season like he would normally. So it almost saves his arm. The injury was almost kind of like a blessing in disguise. Okay. Now, he doesn't have that same arm strength that he used to have, but he still pushes the ball downfield. And Michael Thomas with that catch radius is like the great equalizer because sure. on any underthrown ball, he's catching it. For sure. Yeah. You, I mean, you need that with an older quarterback. Yeah. But with him not in the game. You, you're not going to get burned as much as you, you you would normally. So like a guy like Daniel Sorensen, this is who it benefits the most on the Chiefs defense. Okay. You know, he gets beat a lot by these types of you know very good wide receivers. And the fact that Michael Thomas isn't in the game and Dan the man loves to cheat, loves to, to come up and, and be an impact hitter in the game, it, it's going to suit his style of play, especially as Thornhill continues to get better and continues to work on getting more and more reps. So... Okay. And how do you feel about that coaching matchup? I feel like that's going to be the interesting thing that's to That's going to be interesting, right? Because I said Drew Brees is back, but that doesn't mean you won't see Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you Peyton is going to put some packages in for, for Taysom Hill. And, and that's going to be very interesting. And, and this New Orleans defense traditionally is very good. Now, they did struggle last week against Philadelphia, but it was Hurst's first game. No film on him. It's a running quarterback. Mahomes is an athletic-ish quarterback, but he's not a running quarterback. So, Okay. So I expect that New Orleans defense to be there as well. But as far as what we're going to see, I would expect to see a few packages this game of Taysom Hill at quarterback. And they're going to probably run the ball the first time Taysom Hill gets in there, get the Chiefs to kind of bite on Taysom just being an option or, or, or just being a running-type quarterback. And they're going to take a shot with Taysom. They're going to let Taysom take one shot downfield. I don't know when, but they're going to bait the Chiefs into this. So okay. that I'll have that as that's one prediction. Taysom Hill is going to throw a bomb at some point in this game. Okay. Coaching matchup wise. <laughs> but Andy Reid, as you see on the flip side, loves to throw in that little wrinkle. Yeah, you've had the what the the Mahomes spin move where it directs <laughs> oh, yeah. that somebody else. Yeah, he loves to do that, right? And surprisingly, about the spin move. Yeah, the surprisingly, like, what is <laughs> the Chiefs actually have one of the worst red zone offenses in the NFL. <laughs> and it's not because the Chiefs are bad in the red zone; it's because they they score a lot on big plays. So, mm-hmm. like, it's a different type of sample size there. But okay. yeah, and you're going up against one of the best red zone defenses in the NFL in New Orleans. So that's going to be a very very good point that you pointed out with Andy Reid. He's going to put in some wrinkles on that offense. So you think we're going to see more spin moves? I mean, more spin <laughs> moves. Oh man, it looks kind of like he's like in the NBA at times. Mahomes, like he likes to do like little, like I don't know, James Harden esque moves when he's out there. It's very interesting. But Maybe it's like a, um, I don't know, like a, what do you call it? A red herring to like, maybe he's going to try to go to the outs of the NBA. I think he's just living <laughs> his best life, honestly. Like, That's probably true. You're probably closer there. Yeah. So let, let's talk about this game with the last couple of minutes left on this pit stop. Now, this offense looks different with Drew Brees versus without Drew Brees. With Drew Brees, this offense goes off. You know, they go over 30 points a game with Drew Brees. Without Drew Brees, they struggle to get into the 20s. Okay. So what, what does that tell you right there, right? It, it, it tells you that 30 points is going to be the bare minimum 
to get. If you don't get in the 30s, you ain't going to win this game at all. Okay. Um, which is very important if you're the Chiefs offense and you had red zone issues. It means you got to score. You got to convert. You can't settle for the field goal versus this Saints team. Especially since the Saints have not given up 30 points since October. Yeah, so it's We're not going to be... <laughs> Almost end of December here, y'all. So it's a little different than putting up 30 on the Broncos or yep. something, right? Like yep. this is going... It's going to be very tough to to get to that. This is going to be a good game to watch. Yeah, I, it, it by no means. And I think we called that last game perfectly with the two Atunas. Mm-hmm. Like this game is going to be close. This is going to be a last drive, last team with the ball type of game. So... You can't feel cocky ever in this game. Both offenses are explosive. Even if Michael Thomas isn't there, they still have Kamara. They still have Emmanuel Sanders. They still have Drew freaking Breeze. So (laughs) (laughs) even if a team gets up 14, gets up up a couple scores, it ain't going to be over at any point in this game. That's how good these offenses are and these coaches are. Interesting point I want to bring up here. Both teams are top 10 in turnover differential, which means that Mahomes can't have a shitty game. He can't throw three picks, otherwise it's over. Yeah, and their offense is uh, much better than Miami. They're going to be able to take advantage. This is a very opportunistic defense as well. So absolutely, you can't be loose with the football in this game or you're going to lose. So you know you need to win that turnover battle in mm-hmm. this game. Absolutely. And I think Mahomes gives you like at least two passes a game where you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> close your eyes. Yeah. And then the last thing you want to look for in this game to see who's going to win I don't want to do this, but I will point this out. Drew Brees is short, okay? He's a short guy. So I'm <laughs> just going to be fucking honest. He's, he's short. probably taller than me still. He's short. Chris Jones is tall. Chris Jones plays in the middle of the defense. Chris Jones needs to be aggressive. Chris Jones needs to be a guy. He Basically, needs- Chris Jones just put your hands up. Yeah, exactly. Hey, and you saw in the Super Bowl how big that was, how big those blocks were when you needed it. So Chris Jones, be Super Bowl, Chris Jones, and the Chiefs will win this game. (laughs) All right, so before we head out here, hit us up on Twitter at I35SportsCXN. And what do you think, AAA? What's the score? Man, I think it's 34-30 or 37-31. All right, you heard it here. Oh...